Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, and life in a northern town. You'll find show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. You can leave a comment. You can sign up for my patron site. You can purchase a virtual cup of coffee or even sign up for the newsletter. Come back weekly and we'll chat. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. Hello everybody, it is December 9th. Can you believe it? December, it's here already. Yes, we have had a bit of winter. It's been chilly. It's been in the 30s and 20s and dropping down cold at night, but we don't have a lot of snow, just a few snowflakes here and there. I do find myself looking out in the garden quite often. We have new bird feeders up there, and so far I have seen blue jays, downy woodpeckers, chickadees, sparrows, grackles or starlings not sure we always called them starlings and I'm waiting for more activity I want more activity but you know I'm sure they will come as it gets cold I've seen all these birds at the feeder oh and dark-eyed juncos I've seen them too I sometimes people call them snowbirds so overall my life consists of being at home I work from home I podcast from home And now I'm exercising from home and exercising in our garage gym, not just doing slow marching in place because I can't go fast. I'm trying to keep up with the um, walk off the pounds on YouTube is hard (laughs) and it's just hard. Exercising in my little house is hard. So we decided several months ago to embark on a quest for a home gym. Yep, it took months. During the pandemic, there are so many things that are in short supply, like buying gym equipment, buying a shed, because we need a wooden stick-built shed with a roof for the snow load and for the size. Yeah, the supplies for those were um, not easy to find, and the person that we wanted to buy it from couldn't get the supplies to build the shed. I have run into a few things. They're just inconveniences. There's nothing that's been uh, terribly um, short, like, you know, food shortages or some toilet paper, but not too much. So I digress. We go back to the garage gym. So we purchased over several months a squat rack and we drove down to the our great capital of this state to a gym who is selling some used gym equipment and we got free weights and the um, barbells and oh boy we just got some bands to work on um, resistant band training I couldn't think of the name of it and then overall we realized that since we bought a new tractor last spring a garden tractor and it has you know mowing deck and snow blower and we bought some accessories like a little blade that goes behind it for gardening and a wagon our garage is full 
Oh, is it full? It's so full of stuff. So um, last weekend, we found one of the only open storage units in our town, which happens to be very close to our house. So it's very convenient. And the price was right. I mean, a few dollars more than what we're paying at the gym. And that gym membership has not been used by me. And it hasn't been used much during the pandemic. I'm not going to go to the gym anytime soon because of the pandemic. And now I just just don't want to go to the a gym, a public gym. The, it's the germs and the and some people are rude and yeah. So we got the garage cleaned up. All the summer things are over at the storage unit. I tried to help as much as I could. And then we realized we needed some mats for the floor. So everyone recommended stall mats, you know, like for horses and you could get them at Tractor Supply except our tractor supply didn't have any. And the nearest one was 72 miles away in Alpena. So we drove over there. They had some, we got them, we got them home. And wow, we have a garage gym. I have to laugh because I tried to help, but it was mostly my husband. I'm not that strong to be holding these metal uprights for a squat rack very well. So I'm trying to help. I'm holding the bar. It has an upright on the top and he's trying to connect the bottom upright so that it makes a box, right? And so he's trying to connect one upright to the cross beam on the bottom and then he has to connect it to the cross beam in the back. So I'm holding it and then I realize he has to move it and I'm really trying to hold it and the upright on the top slipped and it hit the wall a little bit and I realized it was only four inches from the window. I almost dropped that through the only window in the garage that we want to replace. However, I don't know if those windows are in stock and then I would have ruined the whole thing. But as my son reminded me when I retold the story, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, right? So anyway, didn't drop it. It just hit the wall a little bit. And I did my first resistance band workout yesterday. I tried to lift the barbell, the just the bar. It's 45 pounds. And um, yeah, it's hard. It's kind of hard for me. And I think I'm, I'm going to work up to it. And then the even best news for Merry Christmas to me is that the cardio machine of our choice was a rowing machine. I cannot do a treadmill by my doctor's orders, and I've never found an exercise bike that didn't put my hip at a bad angle, and I've even had my hip vapor lock, like it doesn't glide well, and it lock in place on on these kinds of equipment. So rowing machine, though, I've always had good luck, and so we got it ordered. It was on back order. There were no supplies, and, and this is a theme, right? <laughs> There's no supplies and we had to be patient and it is going to be here next week. So I did my first resistant band workout. I'm a little sore, not too bad. I'm going to take the day off from strength training and I'm going to do some, a little bit of cardio around the house. And I've been trying to do like, um, walk in place, march in place, dancing moves, kind of like a walk off the pounds, only I just not going to watch a video, just going to do it myself and keep pushing myself to do that. Um, 
and faster and and with good form and I probably will do it outside in the garage gym because there's room I don't have to worry about kicking the wall I don't have to worry about falling over <laughs> I can hold on to the upright of the squat rack it's got the floor mats are down and it feels good on your feet the there's nothing jiggling on the shelves like I have at my house and yeah I'm pretty excited so that will be something to get me started on my annual, hey, New Year's, new you, right? <laughs> I'm starting in December. So so that was a big excitement for the week. And, you know, just rearranging the house to get things organized and then getting the garage all cleared up. You know, just trying to get things organized for that garage gym. And it, there was things in the house that had to go out to the garage. And we've been storing some of the little pieces in the house and yeah it's done I'm excited and we even had an unexpected trip to Alpino which is on Lake Huron and I got to see the Great Lake it was a calm beautiful day of 30 degrees so I walked along the beach and listened to the zen sound of the waves just lapping up on the shoreline and on my way back to the car I was kind of looking at the little pebbles and see, you know, there's, there's shells. I call them seashells, but they're not. They're it's freshwater shells. And I found a little tiny coral fossil. I knew it was a good day and it was going to be the beginning of something very good. And yeah, it was nice to get out and to see actual people while well, we quick ran into the um, tractor supply. There's only probably 10 people in the entire store. Most of them work there and look at the countryside you don't realize how much you've been locked up in a house and not getting out to do anything except grocery shop occasionally um, yeah until you realize the place you've been to a thousand times it was a magical experience so that happened and then Monday I got a new stove it was bought at the Black Friday sales before Thanksgiving at the Home Depot and it is a very nice stove and one that I probably would not have picked out. However, my husband loved it. It was a fantastic deal. And it's got four gas burners on the top with a griddle in the middle built in. And it's got a nice oven part. And it works. What do you say about a stove? It works. And it's got some kind of a steam cleaning. Instead of self-cleaning, you put a little water in a the bottom and it steams off the junk off the sides of the oven and the racks and you're supposed to wipe it off so I'll need help with that so that came it was a two-minute delivery job they installed it it works I'm gonna try cooking some things in it try, try to use it a lot to make sure it works properly because I don't really do a lot of cooking I discovered the instant pot and that got me going so I'm going to try to find some decent recipes for meals and maybe bake a couple of things for treats this weekend so if you have any good recipes let me know for for healthy eating for dinner um, I'm in a stuck state I don't know what to do the first thing I cooked and it was dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets because that's what I had <laughs> and you know we do eat better than that most of the time but still um, I need to get like some real food and cook it now I do have real food that I cook in the instant pot but I want to start cooking better meals maybe the stove will inspire me to be more domestic 
or I don't know, maybe the pandemic. We used to eat out a lot more than I realized we did. And um, we've done a few takeout meals like Buffalo Wild Wings and got a couple pizzas. But, you know, after a while that gets old and I'm just, you know, I miss our eating out was our social life, my husband and I. And, you know, we don't do that right now. So, and that's okay. I'm just trying to figure out something good to eat here at the home because I am not the best cook. I like to eat, but I'm not the best cook. So those are two exciting things that have happened this week. The gym is up and running. We got our new stove and we got the storage unit. So it was kind of like, you know, it's like a ripple in the pool. And I think that's how projects always go. You know, you realize you want to put a garage gym and it turns into this big garage cleanup, which took all summer for my husband. And then I really, and then, and then, and then kind of like, remember the remodel projects last year? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what have I been doing creatively? I finished the background and the borders of the custom long arming job that I've been doing. It is a vintage Valentine, think Victorian Valentines. They've all been appliqued on this beautiful quilt. I have a gnat flying around my head. We will talk about that later. Um, so the background is all these tiny swirls and feathers. I mean tiny, they're smaller than a quarter. Some of them are probably dime sized. They, are squishing the quilt into this lovely texture in the back of background of each block and then I have the borders done with the feathers and another skinny border has a little tiny curly cue and then one has like a undulating line with one little feather on each side of the line periodically in the curve so I'm pleased with it I'm really pleased with it but I need to decide is Am I going to, am I going to do, oh, I got the gnat that was flying around my head. I am so sorry. I was so distracted. They've been driving me crazy in this house. So I got to decide. I have a color that works in the Valentines and I want to go and do some light quilting. And most of these are layered hearts and just do a little something to make the back layer of the hearts have a little bit of quilting and then the uh, top layer of a lot of the hearts be puffy and not quilted if that makes sense um, I'll put pictures up when I get it off the frame but it's gonna be a little while because I've got to do that part and I'm still thinking about it before I jump into it with both feet so that is a big project that's been taking a long time custom quilts take me a long time the other thing I've been doing is sewing these hoods. I think I have come to the end of the fleece that I bought. And these are just shaped like the hoods of a hooded sweatshirt. And it's super soft. It's They're like a dark royal blue on the outside. And then you flip the front of it up a little bit. And the inside of the hood is a gray. And there's a little chin strap. And that will have a snap on it and they are the warmest things and I made myself one because they're great gonna be great for snow blowing I put it on it was like instantaneous warmth and you know on the cold weather they say that you lose a big chunk of your body heat through your head through your hands and feet so keeping my head warm will be important 
I know my husband will run the tractor more than me, but I have driven it, and I think snow blowing with that big, big snow blower is actually going to be kind of fun. So I have made a whole bunch of these hoods. Some are like pixies with little pointed little hats at the top. They're going to go to the grandkids, and everybody is going to get a hat. I've also been sewing um, the Kinship Fusion sampler. I'm up to in the 60s and then took a little break. That's uh, going to be a 100 block pattern that's going to be split into two twin size. And I decided on the kitchen sink layout. That is one eight and a half inch square with a four and a half inch rectangle, the eight and a half inch square rectangle, and it's going to be 50 blocks for each quilt. And that is going to go to two of my granddaughters. But you know, some projects you just need to take a time out and put yourself into a different space of sewing and so the hoods filled the gap and i'm still working on paperless paper towels yeah you make little paper towels by cutting old fabric and i have quilters cotton on the outside that were probably something that i won't use i think they were bought at joann's so they're not the most top quality fabric and then the inside is old scraps of not fleece but flannel and some people you know upcycle towels the the whole goal is to make them snap together and then you roll them like a paper towel into one continuous thing and then you can snap it off the roll and you'll have it right there in your kitchen on your paper towel holder some of them are not going to be on the snap system some will be just available in cute little bundles of recycled upcycled fabric that will be put to use and not in a landfill trying my hardest to not fill the landfill with excessive stuff trying to keep things in my life at more of a minimum as I look around my very full house and okay in my defense Many of the things I have were given to me after grandpa and grandma passed away or the furniture were passed down. The trinkets, I have boxes and totes stored on the front porch and in the basement of old glass. I cannot let old glass go. I love glass, trinkets, knickknacks, glass. There's just something about glass, um, old fabrics, you know, and old doilies and hankies and Okay, I like old things, but I really like modern with it. So I think it's a fun juxtaposition. So those are the things I've been quilting, sewing, and working on. I continue to crochet shawls. I'm not going to make 10 because my hands are too tired, but I'm making five. And the rest of the people who I was thinking of giving a shawl to are getting the sewn hoods and maybe some paperless paper towels. So that has been the creative part. The thing I've been finding is that, you know, when you're home all the time, you know, you need to be like creatively sparked. And sometimes that doesn't happen until you get out and go for a ride or you are reading or you're, you know, just being home all the time isn't always conducive to a lot of creativity. But it's interesting because what I 
thought it was going to be like after being home all of these months and pretty much home. Um, I had one window of opportunity where I did visit my parents when everyone was well. It was like after the first wave, but before the second wave of COVID. And um, we had a little gathering outside to remember my mother-in-law who passed. So other than those couple of opportunities, I haven't seen many real outside adult live people. It's all been communicated electronically and that includes my job. So yeah, it's been weird. So I thought this week was interesting because I found myself kind of caught between two thoughts. They're kind of paradoxical actually. And the paradox was brought on, I think, by being at the home so much and doing the work from home thing. So I'm going to consult my little list here. And I thought that working from home was going to be easier than it would be by going to my office. Oh, was I wrong? Yes, it's easier in the fact that I don't get as many of the interruptions that I used to get. But it's also more difficult because things take a lot more time to get done because I don't have the convenience of all the office things. And I'm still working on a folding table, cardboard table, card table, and cardboard table. A card table and folding chair because I'm not buying new furniture for something that is temporary. We'll be back to work. I am, I'm sure... As soon as um, you know the vaccine starts rolling out, we'll be back in our offices. When I started working at home, I really thought my house would be cleaner. I thought I would be home more, so I would be able to clean up after myself a little bit more in between things. You know, like when you take a little break. If I was at work, I'd like go to the break room, make myself some coffee, you know, chit chat with uh, another human being for a few minutes, and then walk a little bit, get up, stretch, you know. Oh, no, I'm home all the time and my husband's not working as much either. And the house is not cleaner and it's more cluttered. And I thought that I would have more time and motivation to do it. That's what I thought. So the truth of it is that, yeah, the house is not as organized as I would like it. It's clean, but it just takes more work. I thought that working from home, though, would be harder on my attention span and my lack of attention span and all that. That's not true. I really do like working from home because it's much easier for an introverted ADHD person to work from home than it is to be working in the office. I find it very cool, but I know it's not going to be forever. I also realized that, you know, the paradox of when I had the opportunity to ride with my husband to Alpena to pick up the horse stall mats that I really have been wanting and really dreaming about going somewhere and making this big trip somewhere, except there's nowhere to go. I have a car sitting in my driveway. The paradox is that it has a tank full of gas and I could go wherever I wanted but there's nowhere to go. And the fear of exposure, if you do go somewhere, you know, the thought, you know, when we were driving back and forth to the storage unit, a paradox came, you know, hit me that 
um, I didn't see it, but my husband did that Santa was downtown and you, it looked like you probably had to have an appointment for your child to socially distance, talk to Santa outside on a 30 degree day. And they took pictures and Santa was pulling a sled and the rope was about six feet. And so the child would sit on the sled and the photographer snapped a photo and they would, they were going to send them, you know, the information later is what my understanding was. And at first, you know, the paradox is those children probably shouldn't be, you know, gathering, which there weren't. People were there for appointments. They were socially distanced. They were outside. They were wearing masks. And then I thought, that's the coolest idea I've ever seen what creativity human beings have trying to give the kids you know that moment where they could still carry on with normal activities and so not only a paradox but it was two opposing thoughts in your brain at once you know I thought no one was going to go anywhere or do anything but there are a couple restaurants in the area and one block or two from my house who continues to stay open even though the health department has given him a cease and desist order and he's going to lose his license, I think, to serve food to the public because of the paradox in the thinking. And that's the only semi-political um, thing I'm going to say about it. We just have to be so careful because I get these fears. If you post thing on social media, um, even though the election is over and and I thought it would be safer, there are still things that seem to be um, hot button topics. And you start thinking, I don't want people to think the wrong thing about this photo that I went somewhere and posted a picture of being at a lakeshore by myself. I really thought hard about posting those pictures because I thought, what if somebody will take it wrong? I really didn't see anybody. I was within 10 feet of people in the store. We all were wearing masks. But man, that's the worst thing about all this, isn't it? Is the fear, the fear of being exposed, of me exposing somebody. I have not been anywhere. I thought I would be the most healthy person in the world. The paradox is... I have been sick with a fall cold allergy slash other things more in this last 90 days than I have in years. I have this chronic sinus thing. I'm going to see my doctor next week. It, they tested me and said it was not COVID, but it's not going away. It's not getting better. I've been on a slew of medicines. I've consulted doctors before this. You know, it's just frustrating because the only person going anywhere is my husband and he's only going to work. And it's just bizarre. I thought that I would be extremely healthy and not have any risk of getting the run-of-the-mill sicknesses. No, I'm still going to the grocery store. He's still working. Um, it's life. It's probably allergies. I probably would have it even if I never left home. And it may be worse at home because dust is blowing around in a very old furnace system and my house is maybe not 100% dust-free from all my motivated cleaning. Hear my sarcasm? So that has been kind of funny. Um, just that whole thing. I realize that the more I do less, 
which is something I've always known about myself and like going at it, not going out of the home, not going to work, even though I'm working from home and I feel like I'm working very hard. When I'm done, I'm not doing as much as I was, you know, the whole, um, like people tell me when they're retired, it's like, they just can't get anything done. Well, I kind of feel a little bit like that now. It's like, why do I not have the motivation to do much? Why am I having such a hard time with, you know, all of the, I have so many crafting supplies and so many quilting supplies. I just have had difficulty using what I have and wanting to buy more yarn and more stuff. I don't need it. I've got plenty. In fact, I could just keep going with what I have, but I, it's, it's a catch 22, almost a paradox of I have plenty, but I don't want to do that kind of craft. I want to try something else or do something new. So no, I have restrained myself from this urge to buy more when I really don't want more want to use up what I have and do things that I have plenty of stuff here to do. So I need to do more, even though I feel like I'm doing less and I'm just doing less as I do less. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Uh, yeah, we are getting a few things done, like I talked about, but why am I still running into the paradox is why is my laundry still crisis mode every day? I hate doing that chore. I hate going up and down the stairs. Yeah, everyone has to do that. Do you have enough things to wear to work tomorrow? Do you have, do you have stuff to work out? Oh no, I got to do laundry. I should just have it done and put away, but I don't. We are always in crisis mode. I talked about the paradox of I got a new stove and I don't know what to cook in it. So I need some help with that. So those were some of the interesting paradoxes that I have been, have really been going through. I mean, really thought I would have all this time to be productive, to work out, to clean and organize because I'm not going anywhere. Pfft, whatever fatigue, right? It's pandemic fatigue. Just doing what we can do to get through the day. So I want to end on, did you see that Kona had put out their color of the year? And it's super cool because it's a beautiful color called Horizon. And it is the color of the sky and the color of water. It is peaceful and very zen to me love it. Love, love, love that color. And so I thought what's interesting is I've used this color a lot in my house. A couple of experiments I've done over the years is painting a lot of the walls, different colors, bright colors, bold colors. And one of them was that particular color horizon. I did an accent wall in what's now my craft room and the front porch is, it's an a enclosed front porch. And it is that color and those walls have never been painted over. Once I painted them, I love that color so much. The other thing I did was my year of color has been done and I am so excited. My year of color has way more lights and brights, which is exactly what I wanted. Last year I was shocked that I had so many drab, bland, browns, grays all through the whole thing. I'm like, no way. What I did differently this year is I decided I wanted my Instagram to be a 
going back to snapshots and not being curated. I made it not a business account anymore. Just made it a relaxed, fun, goofy account and not make it so stuffy and stressful for me. And it's been so much fun. And I've just taken wild and crazy pictures, random pictures. There's no rhyme or reason. I'm just like documenting my life and documenting my projects. And which is how I started using Instagram and connecting it to Facebook. And it's been fun. In fact, I think people like it better. I'm getting a lot more interaction and a lot more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, um, interaction with it. And I, I'm just thinking that that's cool. So the year of color last year, I was obsessed with it because I was so worried that my colors were not curated in a fashion. It wasn't telling the proper color story, whatever. I'm done with that. It's too stressful and it's meaningless. And it's just turned out for me to be kind of a waste of my time and energy. It was a little puzzle I was trying to fix and work out, but no. <laughs> so anyway, um, I wanted to end with that. I thought it was funny how, you know, paradox, I thought it would be better if I had a curated account, but what I found was I hated it. And what I like better is the goofy, random life and things that I'm doing just as they happen. It's a, way, a nice way for me to record it. It's a nice way for me to have the pictures and share with my friends and family. And overall, it's been good. It's been good week. The stove got me excited, even though I only cook chicken nuggets in it. The gym has got me excited. I actually worked out in it once and I'm going to try working out and do some cardio stuff in there this afternoon. And I'm thrilled the machine is coming. I want to get that quilt off the frame and work on a baby quilt and have it done before Christmas. I'm thinking that it's going to happen. And then I don't know what I'm going to work on after that. I do have a couple of projects brewing that I'm gonna get those rolling but you know I just think the next part of December is gonna be just kind of go where the creativity and energy takes me I may just do an improv quilt I may me do nothing but make these um, paperless paper towels for a while maybe I'll get dear Jane out maybe not <laughs> that may be a 20-year project I'll probably get kinship out and finish it first but we'll see. So tell me what you're working on. How is things going in your neighborhood? We have a lot of COVID around here, so we're staying home. My family and friends are all healthy and well, though, and I hope you are too. I am about done with my makes for Christmas. Now I get to get serious about my online shopping to have it shipped and fingers crossed that people will get it between Christmas and New Year and not March. Well, let us hope let us hope. And, and I'm hoping Amazon will come through. Otherwise, this may be the year of the gift certificate. Um, I've toyed with that idea when you have adult children and grandchildren that maybe, maybe it's time that grandma just does gift certificates with a small gift, which I already have done in here at the house. So we'll see how that goes. 
Anyway, everybody have a most wonderful week. Be sure to check out my daily blog post on WordPress. Been doing that since my staycation the week of Thanksgiving, and I'm going to do that all the way through probably till the first of the year. And then I may do a couple of times a week blogging. Who knows? Maybe I'll keep going with daily blog posts. It's been lots of fun and I'm finding that to be a great creative outlet. The other thing is I'm doing a YouTube channel and I'm going to try to post this week's podcast as a video. And I have the Instagram account as I talked about. Don't forget, you can buy me a virtual cup of coffee on Etsy or you can find it through the WordPress blog. There's links to it there. I thank everyone for all of the wonderful words, encouragement, comments, support, and all of my patrons. Thank you so much. Everyone have a most wonderful week. Be creative and quilt on, everyone.